Hey friends, it's Jana and Ashley. Welcome back to season two of the Geek Girls Universe podcast, your home for the latest entertainment and fandom news. Hey friends, welcome back to the Geek Girls Universe. Black Widow is now in theaters and on Disney Plus Premier Access. It's been a super long wait for not only a Black Widow movie, but an MCU film in general. I mean, really, it does seem like it has been forever since we saw it. <laughs> well, 2020, this is just... 2020, 2021. <laughs> endless, an endless loop. It's like uh, Dormammu. We got stuck in this time loop. Yes. Uh, but we're out. And there's a new MCU film. Praise. <laughs> so this is your spoiler warning if you have not watched Black Widow. But seriously, go watch Black Widow. Come back so we can talk about it. If you're new here or haven't already, we would love it if you subscribe, leave us a rating, wherever you're listening from, because it helps this podcast reach other geeks. And the more the geekier. We also have a Facebook group, Geek Girls Universe. You don't have to be a girl to join, only a geek. All right, Black Widow. What what were your overall thoughts when you I saw mean, it? I mean, I really liked it. I... I remember seeing online like the very first initial reactions and people basically were like hating on it. And I was like, why? why? Overall, I thought it was good. I think anytime there's a standalone character movie, it's a little challenging just compared to, especially in something like this franchise where you have these huge conglomerate saga movies like the end game, right? Which it's everything but the, the kitchen sink in one film. <laughs> Right. And so the last, you know, I get like, fine, if you look at it from the last Marvel movie we had was this huge wrap up piece to this giant saga. Actually, the the last one was, um, my God, it was Spider-Man. Well, ish. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The last one that Marvel did on its own. Okay. Fair. <laughs> was. I mean, because you're, no, you're 100% correct that it, that was the last Marvel one. But it's, it's only half Marvel, right? Like it's, it's still <laughs> I'm dead Sony. Half Marvel. <laughs> I mean, well, no, but right. I mean, Sony has like their hands in it. Like it's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, All right. it's not a hundred percent like Marvel's creative direction. They get to do everything and anything they want. Like there's still a, a fair amount of like Sony, you know, handholding, you know, placating that happens. But the last, I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> I didn't say you're wrong. I just said I'm dead. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, yeah, so the last one was technically Spider-Man and then the one before that that was all 100% Marvel influence was Endgame, which wrapped up, you know, the saga. Giant, huge conglomerate. And then Spider-Man is still a piece of, so it, it kind of ties to something else. And Black Widow, while her story ties to the Avengers, it's that movie really isn't meant necessarily to be, it kind of acts like Rogue One, right? Like it's its own one little standalone story. 
I think it does a good job at telling that standalone story. But if you go into it expecting something like Endgame, you're going to be disappointed because it's not the same kind of movie. And it's not intended to be. Yeah, I think for a standalone film, it was it was good. It was along the veins of Winter Soldier because it was more Mm -hmm. spy thriller than superhero movie. Um, Yes, which I I actually loved. Yeah, I mean, Winter Soldier is my favorite MCU Mm -hmm. film, hands down. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think the problem is people had because it was the first film in so long. Yeah. The expectations, I think, were a little unreasonable. Well, and it delivered and on what it was finished. supposed to be. Right. Yes. It's not like they spent the whole pandemic making a new film. It literally sat on a shelf somewhere until they could do what they wanted release-wise. Like, it's not... Right. Like, I, I think people thought they were, like, making another movie. Or I don't know what people thought. They weren't thinking clearly, obviously. <laughs> Well, I had someone ask, yeah, I was say, I had someone ask me if it was contractually obligated and I said no. And they, they couldn't understand why they were making a Black Widow now that told a story of the past. And I said, well, not only are we getting more of Nat's story and seeing where she was during the time between Civil War and Infinity War, I said, but it's also serves as a story forward. It's what? exactly. It serves as a vehicle to introduce the new Black Widow. So oh. when Yelena shows up, you're not like, "Who's this chick?" People. And you already like her. So yeah. So if at the very least, Black Widow is to introduce the new Black Widow. Can you see me stabbing my eyes out right now? <laughs> I can feel I it. Mean, I mean, I just sometimes I people. <laughs> I just want to be like. I, like I feel I mean, you. saying are you dumb is a little over the top but like I just really <laughs> I guess not everybody Sorry. pays attention like we do oh my goodness I guess <laughs> and, not yeah and going a little out of order the post credit scene definitely is in in the now time and 100% yeah so anyways. and it was a great post-credit scene by the way it sure was <laughs> so good so, so my good. my overall thoughts i liked black widow i've seen it now several times we kind of talked about it at the end of our loki breakdown yeah i just saw it in imax and ugh, it was so good <laughs> it was so nice to be back in the theater um but i liked it the only thing i had beef with was taskmaster and I, i'm not alone in that <laughs> no but cosine but, but I did read, I was reading through an interview that uh, I think it was comicbook.com did with the writer and how, why he explained why they made the choices they did for Taskmaster. Hmm. And I understand it from a story point. He made perfect sense. That being said, I feel like they could have just left Taskmaster out and just right. had a widow fighting more widows. You know, right. I would have loved to see more of the other widows in action because they're all yeah, like elite you... fighters. So, yes. Yeah. And I we think really Taskmaster... didn't get to see a lot of that. No. And I think Taskmaster could have just not been in there and it still would have been fine. I don't think he, she was needed, to be honest. 
Um, but yeah. So other than that, but now like knowing why they made the changes they made, it makes more sense. I could, but just as a comic fan, I was like, oh, come on. Well, and that's where, <laughs> you know, and I get like we have we have these discussions a lot, right? Like the the comic material versus what they do in the movies. And it's like, I know they don't always source it and use it exactly, but then you're kind of like, Oh, but I really wanted this villain to be X, Y, Z. And they're like, "Mm, but they didn't do that at all. Or they created a character. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, Or they create a character based on something like, and this, so then this was another one. So Mason, um, they said explicitly in the production notes that I had read that he was a new character altogether created just for the movie. Like it's in the production notes from the writers. However, like if you read stuff on the internet, everybody's talking about how he's a play on a comic character. And I was like, is he? Isn't he? Like maybe that's where they drew some yeah, of him the from. agent. Yeah. But I, and I'm, so I'm like, Okay, but like they literally, and, and I feel like they may have called that out because they didn't intend for him to be like fully based on a comic character. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because I'm like, oh, all right, but everybody's all like, oh, he's based on whatever. And I'm like, but is he? Because they said he wasn't. <laughs> like, I don't know. Right. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I think maybe he wasn't, but if they wanted to down the line, they could. Well, and that's another, right? Like they, they do, they do those things all the time where it's very vague. Right. Where like the names are similar. Yes. Stories are similar. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just, it's another door. It's an option that they'll have in the future. It's a nod to that character potentially if they want to use it. Yeah. I don't disagree. I just thought it was, that was an interesting one where it was like, they very specifically were like, he's a brand new character. He's not based on anything in the comics, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) And then like all these people are like, Oh, Oh, this guy, he's a, you know, this is the Easter egg or whatever. And it's like, is it though? Because (laughs) they explicitly said it's not. I but just, uh, it's Marvel, and they're known to but it's Marvel exactly. right? So you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So for me, other than Taskmaster, I really liked it. I liked I how too. they fleshed out. It's an interesting challenge, right? To flesh out a character that's already well known. Mm-hmm. And I really thought that the director. And writers did a great job with that. I completely agree. I loved getting a bit more of her backstory because she is one of the ones that we don't have a lot of backstory on. I loved the fake family family unit and sort of yes. seeing their interaction both back then and now. I think the other thing I really appreciated about that was that you can see why Nat is the way that she is or was or whatever that, however that works. And you can see why and how Yelena is the way she is. And it's interesting to see how based partly on their age and then partly on like their circumstances of being brought to the red room, how they 
sort of adopted the view of their fake family differently and how that affects them. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was an interesting juxtaposition of, you know, personalities and characters. Also, David Harbour's Alexi. Like, I need more of that. Oh, my gosh. I love him <laughs> as an actor in general. So, yes, please. More of the Red Guardian. All day yes. long. He was hysterical. And, you know, one of the, the Easter eggs, we're going to the, talking about the family thing. And I like how at first it seemed like he didn't care about the family. It was just a mission, blah, blah, blah. But if you were looking at his tattoos, he's got a neck tattoo with Natasha and Yelena's name. And then he's got a, um, it's like upper chest tattoo and it's Melina. So regardless of what he said, he clearly felt for them and cared about them enough. You don't get somebody's name inked on you. You don't care about Mm-mm. them. <laughs> no, not at all. That's the rule, right? You never tattoo someone's name on oh my you. God, like no, you, don't. For... you just don't do it. Mm-hmm. So he did, you know. And Melina was one I was wondering if she was going to turn because in the comics she's she is bad. She's the Iron Maiden. There was the Easter yeah. egg of the Iron Maiden like face shield in her yeah. house, which I loved seeing. And I also like that she wasn't evil. Like she was just kind of like the the bad bleep bleep mom at the end of it, you know? She all, yeah. like when the thing is exploding and everything is falling and she's just calmly walking along that catwalk area where yes. everything is exploding. She's just like, um, so change of plan, you know, we're going into a controlled fall. And I'm like, she's so calm. I love it. <laughs> Well, everything's like, <laughs> she pulls out the bat. Yeah. Total like m- mom, like emergency mom, whatever mode. <laughs> like, yeah. I got this. We're good. That's mom. That's mom. <laughs> crisis crisis mode. mode. Yep. Crisis mode activated. Yep. Everybody stay calm. <laughs> I think I got this. Oh my Hilarious. goodness. I thought it was good. I agree. Like same with taskmaster. Like I, it didn't thrill me, but now I have to go find that article and read it because I'm. I'm curious, but overall, I really liked it. And I like that spy thriller kind of thing. Oh, you know, same. Winter Soldier also like probably my top movie out of the entire universe. I did not go into Black Widow expecting expecting it to be a conglomerate superhero crazy-ish movie like Endgame. I expected it to be, I mean, essentially what we got. And I think in my head, I really just expected it to be very... Rogue One-esque in that it's a very singular movie that tells a short period of time to move the story forward. Like, Mm -hmm. I I mean, that's what I thought we were getting. So (laughs) it didn't really phase me. But I guess there were people out there that expected something totally different. (laughs) Yeah, I don't I don't understand those people. I don't either. Those are, probably, I, yeah, I don't. Those, are, those are the same people that were mad that Space Jam, A New Legacy, was a giant <laughs> ad for Warner Brothers. I'm like, the movie wasn't I mean, made for you, you you know, 40-year-old yeah. critic who's mad mm-hmm. about it. I was like, it's made for, like, my son who was cracking up at the chaos that the tunes yes. were causing. So, And also a remake of an already crap movie. Thank you. Wait, did I say that out loud? <laughs> like the original Space Jam, guys, I watched it. I loved it as a kid. It's right, not because that we were kids. Good. 
And then, I, I mean, I legit remember the day we were at Disney and we were talking about it. And then like you'd seen it in the hotel the next time I saw you and you were like, I don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, it's one of those that's like terribly good. Like it's bad. But yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. It can be fun to watch occasionally. Totally. totally. Because, you know, I grew up, obviously, Michael Jordan was a main player when I was growing up. So now kids mm-hmm. that love LeBron are going to love seeing him. They're not going to pay attention or care that, you know, all these people are watching this basketball game at the end. And Warner Brothers is just inserting their IP everywhere. Okay. The kids mm-hmm. don't care. Okay. So if you went into Black Widow expecting the end game, you're foolish. Right. You're foolish. You didn't do your homework. So it's an origin story. So go back and watch mm-hmm. Iron Man 1, Thor, Captain America, the first Avenger. Those aren't exactly. Avengers level ensembles either. So, no, nope. nope, right, not then. at all. So that's that. Peace that be cray. That it sure yeah. is. Had some really but good yeah. Easter eggs. Like, yeah, oh gosh, good. yes, the Easter eggs were great. I loved, but I did have to laugh at the My Little Pony that uh, Young Yelena has. Is not yes, the right one. Yes. I was like, oh hi, Twilight Sparkle. <laughs> I was like, you guys, who? Who did that? <laughs> because yeah, like the rest like, of the yeah. set is like 90s accurate down to the yeah. like Sunny D uh, logo. But mm-hmm. then you got a freaking 20, like 15, 2016 My Little Pony. <laughs> I was like, uh, that is not the My Little Pony from like 1995. Because I had I My Little Ponies in 1995 mm-hmm. and they did not look like that. I'm just going to no, say. they sure didn't. I was so like, that- uh... I mean, at least it wasn't a Starbucks cup. Although Starbucks, I think, was around, weren't they, in 95? When did Starbucks uh, open? You know, I think they were. <laughs> but, but not in Ohio, were, probably. Yeah, I was going to say they were very West Coast, though. <laughs> it's definitely not in Ohio. So I guess at least it wasn't a Starbucks cup on Game of Thrones. But <laughs> seriously. Yes, that was fun. That was a funny one. That was hilarious. Um, we ran out of budget and, to make sure we've cleared things from the set before we start shooting. Dead. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, the other thing you and I kind of like, I'm still obsessed over. I don't know about you, but the cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Oh, my gosh. For the, for the uh, so first obsessed. So uh, good. Obsessed. So perfect. Also, Marvel, you did not have to go that hard. With that opening montage, but dang, if you did it. Holy crap. My kids are still just like, whoa, that is so messed up and so poignant. I'm like, yep, it sure is. It sure is. I still, like. And the second I saw those shipping crates, I was like, because I messaged you and I was like, oh my God, it's Madripoor. (laughs) I was like, oh, goodness gracious. I was like, this is so, like, real life slash comic book nightmare inducing i can't even yes like just the whole scene is uh yeah and you know we've really only gotten a bit of that in age of ultron when wanda does her you know mind stuff on 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 that and it was traumatizing then and that was Mm -hmm. nowhere near what actually happened Right? I mean, I, you and I have read the comics, so like we knew, but knowing it, reading it, and seeing it are just well, different. and that's the other thing, right? Like reading it in a comic strip is one thing. Yes. Seeing it visualized in that kind of a poignant montage is just 
I mean, it's so impactful. It's intense. Yeah. Holy smokes. And I mean, although the conversation was funny when Alexi was like, oh, is it that time of the month? And they're like, we don't have our period, you know. And as much as it was funny at the same time, also traumatizing. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, you knew it happened. They literally, that's part of what's shown in Age of Ultron or alluded to, right. I should say. They they obviously don't show the actual procedure. <laughs> no, no, they do, yeah. But still, even though they're joking about it, I'm like, oh, it just reminds well, you and it's of. Like, you almost kind of know that they're joking about it because if they don't joke about it, it's going to be like, more traumatizing or whatever, right? Like uh, they, Right. They have to take ownership of it somehow. Mm-hmm. Because they had no choice in the matter. Yep. And gosh, this whole movie about the whole, the concept of choice. Mm-hmm. Oh, talk about poignant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Yes. Wow. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a good movie. There's, yeah. Yes. And, there's, oh, yeah and so, yeah, I mean, we can just talk about like the messaging that comes out of it too is so impactful. Yes. We also know what happened in Budapest now. Budapest, Budapest. We do. <laughs> yeah, Budapest. No, no, no. It's Budapest. No, Budapest. No, B- Budapest. <laughs> that cracked me up. So yeah, we we know what happened now. Not quite how we wanted to know, but we know. Right. Although I still feel like there could be more to that story. We need. Yeah, because thinking about their conversation in Avengers. Yeah. I mean, also. Like, how did those arrows get in the wall? Because they didn't talk about that. She just said that's what they were. Yes. Yeah. And now thinking about that. So they had that conversation. She told Yelena who Clinton Barton was, Mm -hmm. who she worked with, whatever. And going with the post credit scene, when Mm -hmm. Valentina's like, this is the guy responsible She's going to know that that's the same guy that helped right. her sister get out of the mm-hmm. Red Room. So, so what happened between then and, I mean, I guess she knows they both went to Vormir. I mean, I guess or we're pretty sure that she was snapped. She must have been snapped based on Nat's conversation in Endgame about not having anybody. Right. I would assume the whole family was snapped. Like Alexi and Melina as well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think she's going to kill Hawkeye as much as that's the way they're framing it. I just want him to be able to yes. retire with his family, go off into the sunset of retirement, and let Kate Bishop take over. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Because, no, I agree. It doesn't seem like she should have enough of a vengeance against him explicitly to take him out. Right. I feel like she doesn't know the whole story because if she did, there's no way she'd want to take him out. Mm -hmm. Maybe have a conversation with him. Sure. But not actually take him out. But that makes everybody excited for Hawkeye. Absolutely. That was a great little tie in. Because she's going to be showing up in Hawkeye now. Mm-hmm. So exciting. Exciting. Um, yeah. And randomly tangent, 
uh, seeing Rachel Weisz back in action makes me want to go back and watch The Mummy, which is one of my favorite movies of like oh that is funny that time period. I I do like her as an actress. I don't remember what we saw. She's been in a something lot of with, stuff. Something with like, is it Mother? I'm trying to remember. We was saw she her in that? something and interviewed her. I can't remember what it was. I interviewed her for something. I think she, wasn't she, was, she in um, the Wizard of Oz movie that Disney did? Um, oh, that she her? might have been, but that's not what it was. It wasn't through Disney. It was a Focus Features thing, I think. Mm. We did a phone interview for a movie she was in. I can't remember what it was. I'd have to go look. It was like a period piece, so that much I remember. Gotcha. It was not modern day. But, I yeah, loved no, her I really in The Mummy. Her. I loved her so I always much. Forget I named that's my cat after her. <laughs> I had a cat named Evie because I loved Evie. I love it. In The Mummy. <laughs> oh, it also cracked me up is uh, the guy that Alexi breaks his wrist in the prison. Oh, yeah, Ursa. Ursa Major. Major. Yep. Although, like, LOL to the actor who's all like, I'm the first mutant in the MCU, bro. Ursa yeah. Major in the comics <laughs> is like a bear yeah. man. You didn't, you're just a big guy. Like, you didn't look like a bear. <laughs> Calm down. You're not the first mutant. <laughs> you're yeah, just, no, it's one of those things, funny, right? Actually. It was just, it was a name. It fit because the, in the comics, Urs is also part of the Soviet super soldier program. He just happens to be a mutant bear thing. <laughs> but, and Alexa does call him a bear. But, bro, you are not the first mutant in the MCU. Sorry. Sorry. Burst your bubble like that. Yeah. Like, of all the yeah. choices of mutants, I don't think they're going to go with an obscure one like Ursa Major. <laughs> Number one. I mean, probably not, but I mean, we can let him have his like 15 minutes of fame, right? I guess. I guess. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> yeah, no. You're like, uh, no. Oh, but like Nat's vest in Infinity War. Now we know where she got it from. Oh, I know. And her sister. You know, I still part of me wonders if the vest is going to mean something more in the long term. Yeah, did you like, maybe get not. it back? Oh, I don't know. Good question. I just, but I feel like, and I know that it could just be nothing, but they made this kind of big deal about the vest in this movie. And so part of me wonders if there's, I don't know, if it might somehow come back into play. It just, it seemed significant enough that it could, I don't know, that it could have something. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Um, I think it's one of those yeah. things. It'll be one of those things that if they do, it'll come back like way later, right? Like it'll be a. Right. And you'll I be just, like, oh, I, They the made best. such a big deal yeah. about the pockets. And her modifications right. to it I'm that like, I kind of wonder. <laughs> yes, that's, I feel like there's something in a pocket that she took with her to Vormir. Like, I don't know. It just, yeah, I don't know. Something. There's got to be something somewhere. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It just, it seemed like the way they made such a big deal to the pockets that it, like, it's more than just a joke. I don't know. 
But you're right. It'll literally be like phase five. And, and something yes, will happen and with somewhere I'll be like, oh, it's wait, that's a jacket that Nat was wearing when she, you know, and you're like, oh, okay, then. Yep. It's going to be, yeah, it'll be far down the road. That's just Marvel for you. You're like, it means it something. It has to. <laughs> It probably doesn't, but it has to. No, but you know what I mean. Like, I I feel like if it's something like that where they have a conversation about it more than once or more than just like a random one-liner, it tends to come back around as something, even if it's just another joke that they have a callback to, they tend to have, you know, those are the things that tend to end up as like random. No, you're right. Oh, there was a magic whatever in this pocket. Yeah. Okay, so that's Black Widow. Shang-Chi is, is. next. I cannot oh, wait yeah. for Shang-Chi. Oh, it looks so good. so good. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. The dragon, the rings. It's going to be great. I'm a sucker for a good martial arts film, so I'm here for it. Yeah, it'll be good. Here. I'm here um, for all of it. And I'm excited I'm not to see necessarily. Oh, go ahead. I was say, I'm excited to see where how it ties into, yes, the greater MCU because right now we're yeah. kind of like you know because with that power broker reveal, that's where I was no. banking on. Wait, did you did you say lack of reveal? <laughs> I didn't, but I could have. <laughs> just yeah, because that would have just been perfect, made great sense, but they didn't go that route. So now I'm like, oh okay. So oh oh no, help. I was gonna say I, I'm excited for it. But I'm not necessarily a martial arts movie person. Like, I enjoy watching them, but I'm not like, ooh, I can't wait to see it because it's martial arts, if that makes sense. No, that's fair. I just, I always liked watching, like, Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee. Sure. um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is a favorite. Mm, Like, that's why I like. Yes. Oh, and the fact that Michelle Yeoh's in this one, too. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yes. And I didn't hate Mortal Kombat because at the end of the day. It did exactly what I thought it was going to do. Right. Oh, did it? It's so weird. <laughs> so bizarre. It literally was a gory video game movie. That's great. <laughs> I'm so glad that you got out of it what you expected. So weird I when mean, that happens. I like to go into movies with realistic expectations. That's typically a good way to get out of it what you're hoping for. Well, thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast. Join us next week as we share all the breaking and exciting fandom news. Kind of hoping for a Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. Anyways, as always, if you see anything you want to share with us, tag us on Twitter at Whiskey and Sunshine and at that Ashley Aaron. And until next time, geeks. Bye. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for more geeky goodness.